You're listening to The Truth With Studi on the Stream Grace Network. Hey, how is everyone doing today? This is Michael Studeman. Thanks for joining me with The Truth With Studi. Well, today here in America, May 29th, 2023, we are celebrating, observing Memorial Day, which is basically a national holiday, and that was declared a national holiday by Act of Congress in 1971, and it basically roots back to the Civil War era, and unlike Veterans Day, Memorial Day actually honors those military members who have died while serving in the U.S. forces. And so we honor those today who have died before so that us Americans here in the United States could have freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to, to worship our God, uh, the Lord, just all these freedoms that we have. Well, there's another, there's another memorial that I want to talk about, and that's the memorial of those that laid their lives down spreading the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, so that all men, all those that would hear, could be saved and have abundant life here on earth and eternal life. I'm talking about the disciples, the apostles that Jesus selected, and actually a couple that came even after Jesus died. And so... I want to educate everyone on how each of these disciples, these apostles, died. How they laid their lives down for the sake of the gospel to be spread. Because if you're a believer in Christ Jesus, then you owe, I owe, much gratitude and thanks to these amazing men of God that dwelt among us over 2,000 years ago. So let's start with James, the Apostle James. He was basically the first of Jesus' apostles to die for following him, and he's one of the only two apostles whose death is recorded in the Bible. The other one is Judas Iscariot, and I'm not going to cover Judas Iscariot, by the way. We're just going to go with those that actually carried on the, the gospel and was martyred for that. But Basically, James, he was executed with a sword. And we read about his death in Acts 12. It says, It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church and tended to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with a sword. And that was recorded in Acts 12, 1 and 2. And King Herod, he was basically eager to win the favor of the Jews. Since the Jews were very interested in preventing Christianity from spreading, he believed persecuting Christians would please his Jewish subjects. And basically, you know, Acts 12, 3, that's, you know, that's how he did that. And the scholars generally believe James was killed in Jerusalem approximately around 44 AD. Now, according to church tradition, Peter, Apostle Peter, was killed by the Emperor Nero around 64 AD after that great fire of Rome, which he famously uh, 
if you remember right, if you've seen movies or studied, Nero had blamed the Christians for starting that fire. So a a second century apocryphal text called the Acts of Peter was the first account claiming Peter was crucified upside down, which was allegedly because Peter, he, you know, he didn't consider himself worthy of dying the same death as Jesus. So at the end of the Gospel of John, Jesus predicts Peter's death when he tells him, when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. And that was in John twenty-one eighteen. And in case you missed that, John remarks, Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. John 21, 19. So that's how Peter died. According to tradition, the apostle Andrew, he was martyred by crucifixion in the Greek city of Patras around 60 AD. So like his brother Peter, Andrew didn't consider himself worthy to die in the same way as Jesus. And so he was actually bound, not necessarily nailed, to a cross, which was hung in an X shape instead of a T. And I'm sure you've seen movies or depictions of this where it's an X shape rather than that T cross. And so for this reason, that X shaped cross, it's sometimes basically referred to as St. Andrew's cross. Now, the Apostle John, John's just, this dude, he is something else because He's traditionally regarded as the only apostle to die of old age. Some accounts basically suggest a couple of others died of natural causes as well, but John's tradition is the most firmly established. So basically before Jesus died, he entrusted his mother, Mary, to the beloved disciple, which was in John 19, 26 and 27. He says, who is most widely believed to be John. Now when Mary died, John allegedly went to Ephesus where he wrote his three epistles. Now from there, he was exiled in the Isle of Patmos for preaching the gospel, where he received the revelation from Christ, and that's where we have the book of Revelation. Now eventually, he made it back to Ephesus and died an ordinary death sometime after 98 AD. Now this tradition assumes that John the Apostle and John of Patmos are the same person, and scholars aren't sure if that's the case, but basically Tertullian, he's known as a Christian writer from the late second and early third century. He wrote that before the Romans banished John. They brought him into a Colosseum and dunked him in a vat of boiling oil. When he emerged unharmed, the entire Colosseum converted to Christianity. This is why in, uh, there's basically an iconography shows John in a vat of boiling water. So John was hardcore. I mean, they couldn't even boil this dude alive because God wasn't finished with him yet. So very on Christians, they confused Philip the Apostle with Philip the Evangelist from the book of Acts. So lots of times it's, it's not absolutely for sure um, how they're referring to which Philip, but because of this, it's absolutely known uh, it's not known exactly his cause of death, right? But there are plenty of possibilities. So based upon different records, he either died of natural causes, was beheaded, stoned to death, or possibly crucified upside down. What we do know is that he died sometime in the first century, possibly around 80, 80. So most of the early traditions seem to point to him being martyred in the ancient Greek city of Hierapolis, 
So Polycrates of Ephesus basically wrote in a letter to Pope Victor. He said, I speak of Philip, one of the twelve apostles, who's laid to rest in Hierapolis. Now Bartholomew, the apostle Bartholomew, he was probably martyred. But like many of the apostles, there are several ways it may have happened. Now, the most popular and prolific tradition is that he was flayed and then beheaded, which is why most of the arts portraying him basically either shows him holding or wearing his skin or associates him with flaying knives. I know that's pretty gross, right? Well, uh, there, but there are other records of his death, too. Bottom line, he, uh, he, he did not uh, die a good death. Um, you know, Fox's Book of Martyrs, the most famous collection of the way the apostles died, they, they basically claims that in India he was at length cruelly beaten and then crucified by the impatient idolaters. Now on to the apostle Thomas. We all know him as the infamous Doubting Thomas. Uh, he is basically a fairly straightforward tradition surrounding his death. So the Acts of Thomas uh, says he was martyred in Mylapore, India, where he was stabbed with spears. Syrian Christian tradition specifies that Thomas was martyred in Mylapore on July 3rd, 72 AD, noting that he was killed with a spear. Now... On to St. Matthew. So the early church fathers said Matthew was burned, stoned, stabbed, or beheaded. Now, and then John, again, John's famous Book of Martyrs, which was, again, it's rounded up the most popular traditions known in the 16th century. It states that he was slain with a halberd, uh, which is basically, that's a long axe. And, and he was slain in the city of Nadaba in AD 60. Now, not a lot's recorded about James, son of Alphaeus, but tradition tells us that James the Just was pushed from the pinnacle of a temple and he was preaching at, and then beaten with a fuller's club and stoned to death. Now, what's a fuller's club? That's basically, it's an instrument designed to thicken wool and beat out its impurities. So, again, not... Not a very good way to die at all. Uh, Tradition also claims that James, son of Alphaeus, preached in Egypt and said he was crucified in the city of Ostriching. Now, regardless, either one of those deaths uh, was not good, whichever one he was uh, killed by. Now, it's traditionally believed that uh, St. Jude, the Apostle Jude, was martyred with an axe in Syria on his missionary journey with Simon the Zealot. And then speaking of Simon the Zealot, there's numerous accounts about his death, which also includes that he was martyred between somewhere in 61 to 65 AD, possibly by crucifixion, or being sawed in half. Again, not a not a good picture. Uh, now Matthias or Matthias now, he wasn't one of the original members of the Twelve Apostles. The other apostles chose him to replace Judas Iscariot after Jesus ascended to heaven and while they were waiting for the Holy Spirit. So this is I talked about in Acts chapter 1, verses 12 through 26. And he was stoned to death. And then finally, we have 
the Apostle Paul that wrote the majority of the New Testament. Now, he wasn't, again, he wasn't one of the 12, but he's one of the only people who's universally considered an apostle. Specifically, he was the apostle to the Gentiles, and he was beheaded by the Emperor Nero, which basically would mean that he had to have been killed sometime before 60 A.D. Um, you know, and finishing off with Paul here, it's uh, Paul gladly basically laid his life down for his faith and his confession of Christ Jesus. And earlier he states in Philippians 1.21, one of my favorite verses and one that my father, as he was suffering and he, he passed back in 2010, he would state, for me or to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. So I think about these amazing men of God that laid their lives down in the horrific ways that they died, but then were left with that impression of Paul at the end, that he said that, those words, for him to live, for us to live, is Christ and to die is gain. Because either way, God's got us. As Christ followers, he has us. Now, if you've been listening to me today and you don't associate yourself as a, as a believer, as a Christ follower, if you're an atheist, if you believe in other religions, whatever, you don't believe in anything, maybe you once believed, but you walked away from that faith, I hope today, going over this history of these martyrs and how they laid their lives down, which ultimately the ultimate martyr, the ultimate martyr who they laid their lives down for was Jesus Christ. And Jesus laid his life down for you. He died for you. He paid the ultimate sacrifice for you. And in Revelation, he says, Lo, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone would hear my voice, answer the door, I'll come in and sup with him and he with me. Jesus is at your heart's door knocking. He created you. He made you for a purpose. And him being your maker, him being your manufacturer, him being your savior, you're a martyr. He is beckoning you to come come today accept him accept the price he paid accept his death and resurrection on the cross he paid a mighty price for you and you can accept him today i would just ask that you would repeat after me lord god almighty i believe that jesus is the son of god and that he died a martyr's death on the cross for my sins so that I might have life more abundantly and have eternal life. I believe that he died and I believe that he rose again and I accept him into my life today to be the Lord of my life. I accept him as my Savior and Lord. Lord, come in to me today and guide me in the path of righteousness. Show me my purpose and help me to be everything you've called me to be in Jesus' name. Now you can write that date down today, May 29th, 2023. 
because that's your new birthday, your spiritual birthday. I am so glad that you all have joined me today. I'm so glad that you uh, are alive and well to hear this message. And if you did hear this message, be assured it was not by accident, but God appointed you to hear this message. Well, I hope each and every one of you have a blessed day and a blessed week. And you don't have an excuse for not because that's right. You've been served the truth. We're God bless y'all. Love y'all.